Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. Well, here I am again with yet another episode that's going to be about, uh, what else? Police brutality. I couldn't even make it throughout the night without this happening. I mean, really. This one comes to to us by the way of the police at San Rafael Police Department. So, again, this here in America, as we normally do, they just lie. So, not only did the police brutalize this individual they went and lied on him as well and as proof of systemic racism soon as the officer lied on the individual the DA office immediately went to press charges of resisting arrest on the individual based only not just solely only only the police officers word that's it no proof no videographic proof no evidence whatsoever just the officer said oh well the man put me in the headlock and went to swing his fist at me By the way, it never happened. The man didn't even touch any of the officers that were there. By the way, the man, the individual that was attacked by the officers, was left bloody after the officer took punches at the individual. And of course, of course, of course, of course, the police department is basically saying that, oh yeah, he, that, that's, that's exactly right. He, he, he had the right to punch the man. I mean, because that's, that's how we do things here. Punching is actually legal. It's, it's actually one of the best things officers can do. That's, that's, that's what we teach them to do. You put the innocent individual in the headlock and start punching them and shove their face into the ground. Beating and brutalizing citizens is what the police officers are there to do. Especially ones that are innocent and not carrying a AR-15. Once you get the AR-15, you just let the man do what they want to do. Those innocent ones that try to cooperate, you brutalize. And I'm not lying. He literally tried to cooperate. The officers, hence why black people always say this a lot, gave contradictory orders. Think I'm joking. Well, let's say if you try to go and get your identification from out the back of your wallet because you put it in the back pocket, and the officers tell you, give me your ID, and you go to stand up to get it, they say, sit down. 
and they say, give me your ID, and you say, I need to stand up. And before you can even finish your sentence, the officers are already tackled you, punching you in the face, and slamming your head into the ground. Yeah. Contradictory orders. Sit down, but give me your ID that's in your back pocket. I know you're sitting on it, and you can't reach it without standing up. So I know that I can easily say you weren't corroborating. Because you literally can't. Proof? I know you're saying trade proof. Which, well, this, as usual as I do, come from a video. This time, not from TYT. So, um, if you're out there and you're a conservative saying you're just going to use one of those left-leaning channels again that basically lie. Um... This is Sinclair Broadcasting. This is corporate news. Corporate news love police. They take their word as gospel. If the police officer said a Martian fell down from, from the heavens and crash landed onto the, to the man's neck and blade his face, they will say it and believe it and take it as gospel. And don't even question the officer. But even this time, the most corporate of all corporate had to say, man, you got the footage out there. We can see what our eyes see. And that's definitely not what you said. We got to call you out on that. If you're going to lie, you got to lie to a point where it's, you know, at least half-ass believable. We will defend you to the heavens. If at least half-ass believable. But this is nowhere near close. You gotta give us something. At least hide the footage. You know, we don't have any. Delete it. But they didn't. Because they believed that the body cam footage would still paint them in a good light. And it didn't. Anyway, let's get to the video. How did questions about an open container of beer turn into a violent takedown by police sending a man to the hospital and to court on several charges, including felony resisting arrest? But those charges are now dropped. Now the spotlight is turning to the actions of those Marin County police officers. ABC 7 News I team reporter Dan Noyes is here with an investigation you'll see only on 7. Dan. Ama and Dan, that man's attorney and experts in the field tell me this should not have happened. That those officers used excessive force and that at least one of them lied in his official report about the incident. A warning here, some of these pictures are disturbing. Along an industrial section of San Rafael's Windward Way, beneath the power lines, just past the Canal District Community Garden, day laborers gather after work to socialize, eat, and drink. What are you doing? Nothing. Nothing? So, in case you don't know what's going on here, you know, right now you have some individuals, these are workers, they just, you know, do hard work. You know, the guys you always see that do the hard, dirty work that no one wants to do. They're out there just chilling in this parking lot, right? They're eating, they're drinking, and having, you know, having a good time, right? They're out here because, you know, they can't go 
to their homes and do this because the individuals there at the apartment building and whatnot, the landlord, keeps getting calls of them being rowdy, right? And they said, no, you can't do it here. So there's like, well, we can't, you can't just tell us we can't do it nowhere because, you know, we're not white, right? So they came to this parking lot where no one's at. Trust me, I've been around this type of situation before. When I worked with Baltimore County, you know, I've seen it, the aftermath of situations like this. There'll be a bunch of broken bottles because they're some of them will be dropped. Some of them will just be kicked around and whatnot. Boxes of, you know, alcohol, cheap alcohol, you know, just strewn everywhere. And after they're gone, they expect them for the, you know, individuals here, like people like me at that time, to clean it up. Right? I hate stuff like that, but... I am not going to say that they should be brutalized, damn near hospitalized, damn near actually hospitalized, almost murdered for doing so. Hell no. Ain't nothing worth that, man. But that's the reason why they out here. They just enjoying themselves. The officers are just trying to shoot them off, get out of here. You know, they're not really doing anything wrong. It's not like they're plotting a... You know, a cue attempt. You know, sadly, if they were white and plotting a attempt to attack a, you know, democratically elected official, definitely Democrat, at that, the officers would lift them alone and say, go ahead and go and do what you got to do. You know, you need some ammunition, you need some guns, I can tell you exactly where to go get them. You know, don't worry, what day is it going to be? Let me go over there so I can take the day off and I can go join you. That's what they were saying, right? Because normally that's how it is. But of course, it's not. They're Latinos. So, the first thing they think is you don't belong here. Again, because they're minorities. Yes, the person who's speaking is a minority as well. But they think that, no, nah, I'm one of the good ones. Until the white people tell you, racist white people at that, be it not just regular white, racist white people tell you, you're not. There's no such thing as one of the good ones. We just use you, and then once we're done, we get rid of you. Just like the rest of them. But let the video continue. There's like a whole bunch of beer over here. Yeah, you know. Okay. On this evening, July 27th, San Rafael police officer Daisy Mazariegos confronts three men, including a popular Marin County gardener we'll call Mateo. He asked me not to use his real name. You know, I have nothing to say. You don't have nothing to say? You're just out here drinking and you think it's funny? No, it's not funny. Okay. Then in Spanish, Mateo explains he and his friends like to drink beer after a long day of work and that they come to this area because neighbors at his apartment complex complain when they're loud. See, they complain. And so they're going to a nice outdoor area in the public where you can go do this at. I mean, you can drink out in public. By the way, I mean, I know you say public drunkenness, that's not really a, a law, by the way, which is just the 19, the 1800s. No, <laughs> this is the 20th century. This is year 2022. You can have a drink. You can drink and be with your friends. I mean, 
think how, how many, you know, parties and whatnot would have been broken up because you outside drinking. How many of us have had, you know, cookouts that police could have just ran in and just shot everybody up because they saw one, you know, wine cooler? Same situation. This time it's just three guys. Come on. Mazo Riegos asks for ID and the tension builds after Officer Brandon Nail arrives. Six feet two, 250 pounds. He towers over Mateo, who was just five feet tall, 130 pounds. So, my fiance actually, she's at work right now, but she's the one who spotted this when we saw this video. The female officer that was here was handling the situation quite well. But here is a perfect example of systemic racism. Let me play it back to you. Because the man purposefully described the white officer for a reason. After Officer Brandon Nail arrives, six feet two, two hundred and fifty pounds. He's six feet two, two hundred and fifty pounds, and he's wearing his, you know, bulletproof vest with a bunch of pockets and everything on him. He got he strapped up like Batman, sitting tall. He comes in. And watch what happens. The female officer asks for the man's ID. So the man is now checking his pockets, front pocket. He's checking around. Don't forget he was drinking a little bit. Could be a little bit buzzy. Don't forget he was smiling a lot. He's kind of a little bit buzzed. He's had a nice day off of work. And he's having a good time, you know, with his friends. Nothing wrong with that. Not illegal. I know. Right-wing people say he's illegal. He's not illegal. Nothing to say he was. He's looking for his ID. He has ID. He has some identification on him. Chances are, if the one identification you have on you, it's going to be either your driver's license or state ID. Only people who can get driver's license or state ID are definitely the state ID. The state ID is legalized citizens. I know, wow, I can't believe it. You can be a minority, you can be a different shade other than white and actually live here in this country. Oh my God, that's impossible. That's impossible. I know, right? But no, you can live here and be a different skin shade than Caucasian, which you're not even from the Caucasus Mountains. Lie y'all, even not. You would like to say you are, but you're not. You can live here and not be white. <laughs> you can be Latino, you can be black, you can be Asian, you can be definitely Arabic. You can be Muslim, you can be whatever religious belief. You can be here and be a lot of different things. I know, surprising. But here it is. Proof of the systemic racism. The woman is handling it correctly. But where's the proof at, Trey? 
Watch what happens when the officer says the contradictory order. Because the man has to follow both officers. One officer will, will tell you to do one thing, and the other will tell you to do the counter opposite. You have to do it at that exact moment, do both orders. They will say, sit down, the other will say, jump up. And the other will say, sit down, jump up, sit down, jump up. And that's, guess what? You can't do both, can you? At the same time, you will automatically be re- resisting and not cooperating because you can't do both orders. They will contradict each other purposefully. And one officer will be the whatever one that says, oh, he didn't listen to me. Or be the one to conduct the investigate, do the investigation and do the paperwork. While the other one is like, ah, I wasn't even there. Wait, you told me to sit down. That's not what the officer said. The this officer's, you know, his, his paperwork is telling me he's the one who told you the orders. Of course. Because he's the one who told you the orders that you didn't do. But like I said, here's the stomach. She's going to do what? Now, if this wasn't, it wasn't a systemic issue, she wouldn't go along with this officer. She would understand the head. Oh, okay. Tell him, hold on. I, I got this. He's going to give me the ID. Where's your ID? And take the ID and go ahead, look up the information. If he does anything, if he's doing anything illegal, if it's definitely wrong or definitely to be out there if it's a big issue then it will lead to either the man getting the citation or getting arrested and he probably would have went willingly definitely since he seemed to be in a joyful and joyous maneuver attitude excuse me not maneuver attitude he would probably just go along with it but here's this big dumb white guy <laughs> As usual, big dumb racist white guy pops up, and here we go. Let's let the video finish. He towers over Mateo, who was just five feet tall, 130 pounds. Hey, sit the f- down. Hey, you don't have to talk to me. Well, I told you to sit down. I know. Hey, you know? Ha! I told you to sit down. Immediately, the white guy said, Sit the fuck down. He's like, you don't have to talk to me. I'm, de- I'm dealing with this. And she immediately switches to, I gotta listen. And now she's telling him to sit down. How are you gonna get my fucking ID, you dumbasses, if you really wanted it? Because the point is, you fucking don't want the man's ID. You wanna brutalize him. He comes with immediate aggression using swear words out of the gate he's in the bad mood already how is the man going to get the ID if he's sitting on his ID because he keeps it in his back pocket he can't which is the point I know you know what yes 
It appears Mateo is trying to cooperate, but he has difficulty finding his ID without standing up to reach into his pockets. Save them your ID, I dude. know, I know, I know. I have to take it out, but I have to take it out to, to take the ID out. See, he, I, he said I, he heard him. I know, I know, I know. I, I got to pick it up. I got to stand up to, to pick it up. And what she says, sit down. Wait, if the man tells you I have to sit up in order to get my ID, you dumbasses, just fucking listen. The same thing I say to every officer. Just shut the fuck up, sit still, and fucking wait. Allow for people to do things. You have come here. If you calm the fuck down, you're not in danger. Because if you were, you wouldn't even be bothering this man, as we already seen. If you're in danger, you always let the people do whatever the fuck they want. If they're in danger. But if you're not, you're not dealing with someone that is dangerous, you get all aggressive. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? You wonder why people say, defund the police. This isn't a funding issue for the police. We can't just keep throwing money at them and paying them more money. I mean, if I'm beating up children as an officer and you tell me, Trey, you know, you can't keep doing this. You can't just be brutalizing young children. You gotta learn to, to, to teach you a lesson. I'm going to give you a thousand dollar raise. What you think I'm gonna do? Stop! I'm gonna keep beating up more kids, right? <laughs> of course they would. Anybody would. If you keep giving me more money, I'm gonna keep taking it until you keep until you run out of money. That's how they. That's how you would ask. Anybody would. <laughs> but let's listen to what happens next. Now the woman goes to put him under arrest. He's trying to explain himself. I'm trying to get my ID. I'm trying to listen. But you're telling me to do two contradictory things. Can y'all idiots fucking listen? It's just like that. Can you idiots just fucking listen? There's no such thing as bad apples. It's the whole damn fucking system. You see how she was handling the situation perfectly fine. The man was going to find his ID. He more likely just found it and trying to hand it to them. But since the racist white guy comes in, the Latina falls in line. Because that's the thing about systemic racism. It's not just pressure on the individuals that the racism is being displayed against. It's also pressure being placed on everyone around them to fall in line so you don't see any issue with this problem that's how you had lynchings happening 
You think that there there was just every white person with just KKK members? The whole country? Of course not. We will still be being lynched right now. In 2022. That shit is not that far, you know, ain't that far off ago. (laughs) It wasn't that long ago that they did that stuff. I mean, damn. It was like maybe two or three years ago where they finally made it illegal. I think it was actually last year. Actually, be realistic. I think it was last year. Where, of course, yeah, it was. I think it was last year because Joe Biden wrote into law the anti-lynching law, the anti-lynching bill into law. Finally outlawing lynching. So lynching was still legal. (laughs) New millennium. So, (laughs) this stuff isn't that old. So of course, systemic racism exists. Look how the female officer fell in line. Soon as the guy, he only said... One line so far. Sit the fuck down. Now, why why is it the fact that the officer can cuss at me, but if I cuss at him, I, I go to jail? What the fuck is wrong with that, number one? I'm sorry to say, if the officer cuss at me, I say, shut the fuck up. And he can say you don't cuss at me like you don't cuss at me. Right? And I would definitely do that in court and say, well, look at his body camera. He don't have it with him. Well, oh, I had it how convenient. He had it fucking turned off when he cusses at me, of course. And damn straight, I might actually swing at him. And like, ain't nothing different about you but the fucking clothes you're wearing. You don't cuss at nobody. The man didn't do anything to you. You pop up out of nowhere and immediately cuss at the man. Tell him, sit the fuck down. All because you have a fucking bad day because you white and, and your privilege is being, your privilege is being challenged. Yeah, like, no, you don't you cuss at nobody. I ain't cuss at you, you don't cuss at me. You trying to make stuff, you trying to start some shit. Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. Straight up. I'm trying to corroborate, but your big, dumb, idiotic ass start cussing at people. That's what happens. Like, shit, no wonder you had some random officers being shot sometimes. Damn. You do this to the community. You put fear in the community, not trust. You can't... Brutalize and put fear in the community and say, now I expect you to trust me. Why? What makes you, like, did you earn it? Of course you fucking didn't. <laughs> you gonna put fear in this and then try to tell us, oh, I expect you to, you know, expect for y'all to work with us. Why? I'm gonna trust the criminals more than I trust y'all because y'all are the criminals. Now the big guys 
swinging punches at the man, swinging punches at the man, while the female officer is trying to take him to the ground. You can see from his body cam that Officer Nail forces Mateo to the ground over beer bottles, punches him in the nose, and pushes his face into the rough pavement. And it so, punch him in the nose, bloody his nose, and slams his head into the pavement. All is all top of beer bottles, obviously trying to break the beer bottles to cause more pain and lacerations onto the man. Maybe even kill him. Turns out he had a broken nose and a concussion. Right. I have an active case right now where almost exactly this thing happened and the guy is dead. Roger. So, have you heard? This guy's an uh, expert. They're about to say it. He is talking about a case that he's dealing with where this exact situation happened. The guy is trying to cooperate. The officers get them contradictory orders and then they attack him. And the guy is dead. Well, I'm not surprised. Officers and police aren't there to arrest people. They're there to murder people. Clark is a nationally recognized police practices expert who has testified in more than 1,300 cases. I don't do anything. You need to sit down. You don't sit down. He says Officer Nail used excessive force, but Officer Mazariegos overreacted to a relatively minor infraction. Exactly. You over. She did overreact to a minor infraction. There's really not even a fine for things like this. Seriously, there's no jail time for, probably no jail time for, for public drunkenness. Probably maybe a couple of days or mostly a fine. You spend a night in jail and get a fine and call it a day. It doesn't even go in your record. An open container of beer. It sounded to me like a chip on her shoulder. She uh, uh, did not like the response she was getting. And she comes on strong, and uh, it just goes downhill from there. The man is bloody. Blood all over his face. He's, he's saying, I didn't do anything. Because he's not lying. He didn't do anything. If I would have showed you the, this person's face. And Dylan Roof. And say, which one murdered people? You'll pick this Latino because, like, he's bloody. He, he had to, they had to rough him up because he murdered somebody, right? No. No. So you handle an individual who did a, who did a terrorist, terroristic act. No, no joke. Because it was a political issue and he did the act to do it for political reasons. And he murdered people for political reasons. For political reasons. Excuse me. That's Dylan Roof. This guy didn't do anything like that. He just outside with his friends drinking. After the officers load Mateo into a patrol car, why do they discuss what happened with paramedics? A fight. That's what the guy, the paramedics come in like, he looked like this. Did he fight? And listen to this lie immediately. Uncooperative. Uncooperative. 
How can I be corroborative if you dumb bitch? If you both, if you give me an order and big dumb idiot tells me to do a contradictory order. I'm trying to give you my ID, but you don't want to take the ID because you don't want me to stand up to get the goddamn thing. And be a big dumbass come in and tell me to sit the fuck down. No, you dumbass. You don't even go, go home. Go the fuck home. You, you don't even need to be here. What the fuck you here for? Dumbass. That's what officers are any damn way anyway. We took him down to the ground. Their colleagues. Ah, uh, his face is blowing up. Yep. He's got a bad day. Okay. And their supervisors. Take that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good evening. No. Listen to what a sergeant says as he walks away from Officer Nail. You've given me great experience with, with the use of forces, dude. I wanted to ask San Rafael Police Chief David Spiller about Officer Nail's record on use of force and about this incident, but he declined my request for an interview. I spoke with his media officer by phone. We're conducting an immediate and thorough internal investigation. And now here we go again. Again, I bring this up. If you had the Bloods, you had the Crips, any mafia, any drug lords, any criminal great gang, had the ability to internally investigate themselves. If I was president, I would. I am going to eventually run for office so I can get rid of that. I'm going to say no longer will police departments be able to internally investigate themselves when they're under scrutiny for criminal acts. That that's the only time someone who are being who is being investigated. Who should be investigated for criminal acts had the ability to say we're investigating themselves. We never get any other group, of, any, any other group, any of the terroristic groups to be able to say, no, we're investigating ourselves. January 6th, I always bring it up. The January 6th, those individuals who went out there to attack the Capitol building, did any of those individuals? had the ability to say, I'm going to have an internal investigation with everyone here to see if we committed a crime. You would think that that would be idiotic. You would. You would say, wait, why would a group of terrorists be able to say, hey, we're going to group together and say, we're going to investigate ourselves and see if we committed a crime. Because if we say we committed a crime, then we'll go ahead and hold some people accountable. If we say we didn't, it squashes everything. So if you have a group of people who are just out there murdering people and say, hey, we need y'all to do an internal investigation amongst yourselves and see if you committed a crime. What in the fucking world do you think they're going to come back and say? So no, why do they have ability to say that if they committed a crime or not? You're going to go and look into some of your friends and colleagues and say if you committed a crime or not? No, of course you're going to say you didn't. I would expect you to do that. So no, all investigations will be held externally by individuals 
who have no connections to those police departments. To anyone among the police departments. So they will go and take all the evidence that they have. We expect for any body cam footage to be given out within 24 hours. If not, that is considered a charge of tampering with evidence. They have the body cam footage. You have it the same night. Hand it out by at least the next night. Or if you don't, that's another charge. It should be because that's looked uh, should be looked upon as suspicious. You can have body cam footage and everyone's looking at it and laughing at it the same day you had the body cam footage made it delivered by the next night. These actions do not represent the San Rafael Police Department, and if any of these allegations do uh, become sustained, uh, action will be dealt with swiftly. He says both Nail and Mazariegos remain on active duty. See what I'm talking about? So what the fuck do you think he's going to wind up saying? Well, we see nothing wrong. They did everything strictly by the letter. Go about yourselves. No criminal activity was done here. They did the same thing with Breonna Taylor, by the way. And guess what? Years later, after the Department of Justice comes in and does what? Oh, we're going to investigate if there was, if her civil rights was, you know, her civil rights was, if they messed with her civil rights, right? Like, really? Years later, now you want to see if they... If murdering her <laughs> interrupted her civil rights, uh, I think it did. And guess what? Immediately after the charges were made, guess what happened? One officer already came out and said, Yeah, I murdered her. It was me. Yeah, we did it. It was directly murder. Okay, so that means the whole department. Because you didn't act on your own by yourself. You weren't there by yourself. So, the whole unit did it. <laughs> and you can see now how quickly they are, uh, they agree. Yeah, it was, it was a criminal act. But literally that time period you said they did everything by the letter. And nothing was wrong. You had done your internal investigation. You didn't see that. That person was dead. You didn't see that they, that person admitted that they committed a criminal act of murder. You missed that big thing out there, that big, open, obvious thing right there. A person saying, "Yeah, I murdered her." An officer said, "Yes, it was murder. I'm guilty. I plead guilty to the murder of this female." You missed that? Hmm. I mean, yeah. That just happens sometimes. You miss something as small as an officer admitting to the murder of a U.S. citizen. It's nothing. It's just something very small and minute. You can easily miss it. There's something always miss it. The murder of a U.S. citizen. An innocent U.S. citizen. Right? You can miss it. You can miss that. It's a small, minute thing. You know? It happens every time. That's why I say police officers should never have the ability to investigate themselves. No. Why would you get, like, you committed a criminal act. 
We're saying that you broke the law. What individuals out there has the ability to go amongst themselves and say, hmm, we're going to have an internal investigation to see if we committed a crime. Only a group of a group of cronies like that would do that. Like, well, no shit. If if I could, I would not run a you know dirty uh, precinct. I always open an investigation on uh, perfectly fine did by letter. You can have all the evidence you want, straight out there. Obviously, on camera, the guys laughing. Hey, we committed a crime. We getting away with it. And I'll say, no, I'll just buy the letter. They did it good. Go buy it themselves. What? No. Fuck, get rid of that ability. And a lot of others. Allow for them to be held accountable. They don't need, you know, authorized immunity. They're not afraid to, to act because they may be held accountable legally. As you've seen already, Yavaldi, they was already like, hmm, let's wait until he's done murdering everybody in the building. Then we come in there later. Maybe he might turn the gun on themselves and make it easier. Another key question. More than 20 minutes after the altercation, Officer Nail comes up with a new detail. The guy, the officer who's there... comes up with a lie and said that the man he brutalized attacked him, gave him the legal right to bloody the man. Now, this is 20 minutes after the whole incident has happened. The man has been taken down to the precinct. He's being arrested. They're coming up with charges trying to find out what we can call and say he did. The man can't defend himself in this situation. Later, Nail wrote in his police report that Mateo reached his right arm around the back of my neck and started to squeeze in an attempt to put me in a headlock. As you see, now, make sure I tell people this. The police report is the officer's written documentation of reality. To basically tell you this. It's basically all of what reality happened. So you don't go back and say, oh, no, I meant to say this. No, 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 I meant to say that. No, 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 I meant to say this. And change the report 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, 1,000, to a billion times every time something new comes in. You're supposed to have as detailed of information there. Because this police report is supposed to be your word of, is supposed to be taken as gospel. Right? It's supposed to be as clean as clean can get. This guy basically said that the reason why the man is bloody is because he attacked me. And so I had to defend myself. As every officer says. And let me tell you, 100% of the time, if that is the case, your body cam footage should show it. body cam footage to show it. And since you have multiple officers there, if they're off, their body cam footage is so something similar. It's just better to corroborate this. You should not put anything on that paper that cannot be corroborated with the footage. 
basically, the police report should not be filled out without actually literally looking at your body cam footage and going off of what actually what happened as well. So you physically experienced it and your body cam footage has it on camera, you write that down. So to be able to connect what you say happens to what you can actually see happen. Right? And this is an incident if the man actually tried to reach up to you. First and foremost, the man tried to reach up to you and put you in a headlock. Your body cam is right here, I think, on one of your shoulders. You see a clear, a clear, easy, clear-cut view of his face and his one of his shoulder blades. Why? Because that means you should be going into his arm. His arms be reaching up and going around your your back and coming around towards the, the front. So you should see his face and one of his shoulder blades easily. That's easy. Because we know the body can't get everything, but it should get at the bare minimum that. Because you should be able to see that, all right, he does look like he's about to get in a, a headlock. No. From the corroborating evidence of your partner there, that's a lie. He began to swing his right hand at my head, striking me several times on the left side and back of my head. And again, he has a lie. Now he's saying he's physically assaulted. Straight up a lie. That didn't happen, according to Mateo's defense attorney, Charles Dresso. There was no striking of the officer. There was no headlock. But Nail's report convinced the Marin County District Attorney to file a felony resisting charge against Mateo, along with three misdemeanors. Dresso. So, the police report only the straight up, unambiguous lie that the officer said immediately said that they now charges against this man for resisting arrest. Have you seen that? Again, systemic racism. I can tell you how the system works. Here comes big racist white guy up there. He tells the man, sit the fuck down. The man can't listen to the first officer that was there, the female, Latina. They tell him to get his ID because the ID's in his back pocket. They're giving him contradictory evidence. The Latina knows now, since big, dumb, racist motherfucker is here, in order for me to stay in the good graces of the races, <laughs> in order for her to stay in the good graces of that racist officer, she has to play along. She flips the, the, uh, flips the scene immediately. Flips the script immediately. Now is a whole new one. Went from being a easy, listened, learned, and Officer who's just trying to take care of everything, do things do things the right way, to now being uncooperative to this bigot. Giving contradictory orders that the man can now not follow. Then she goes to arrest him. And here comes big racist dude saying, this is my time, I can finally beat up an illegal. And what goes now to assault him? Then now they try to find ways to corroborate a lie together. So now the officers there, they got about 10, 15 officers there. They got 20, 30, 40 minutes to an hour, three hours, four hours to come up with this now new lie. They, they all, every last one of them, the whole precinct can 
in unison say this will happen. The whole you, the whole unit cannot be corrupted. Yes, everything on the report is a complete and utter unambiguous lie. We fabricated everything. We can open up an investigation and, and look into it. By the way, now says an officer who's obviously corroborating with the bigots. Now the investigation comes back. They laughing and giggling, laughing and giggling. Just say we did everything by the book. They're gonna, they're gonna take it and they're gonna say, oh, well, since they did, since there's nothing we can go at them on, you know, because they said they did everything right. Now we're gonna have to leave them alone. The man's gonna go to jail anyway. They do it. The officer adds that he was physically assaulted because the man is bloody and beat up. He has to have a reason to attack the man. Not the fact that he can't be the fact that he was just a big ass racist and wanted to beat up a Latino. Right? Can't be that. That always can't be the issue, right? So what they do, he writes in the police report what's supposed to be the gospel of what happens. That he was assaulted. That gives him a reason to have the man be bloody. And the DA immediately sees the report. That has to be it. No no need to do an investigation, figure out if that was true or not. No need to see the footage, you know, because the footage is irrelevant. You know, charge him with resisting arrest. And that's just throw on, you know, just, just throw a book. Just go through it just page by page by page by page by page. And just, just throw everything at him. Everything at him. Say he had child porn. Say he had, you know... He, he was a terrorist. Say he, he committed murder. He attempted to murder. You know, assault. You know, verbal assault, physical assault. Yeah, jaywalking. Just, just go through and just throw it at him. You know, just add on there. Right? All this without even looking at the goddamn footage. And guess what? As soon as you see the footage... Oh, 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 wait, wait, where's the headlock? Where's the, where the punches in the back of your head at? You, uh, it didn't happen, man. Oh, wait, so it didn't? And you said it did? You wrote in a police report was supposed to be your gospel what happened. Who explains the DA filed those charges and set a preliminary hearing date without viewing the body cam videos. Almost immediately upon viewing the actual evidence, the videos, the district attorney's office very ethically, in my mind, did the exact right thing and did what they could do, which is dismiss the case. Several of Mateo's customers came to show their support at the hearing this past Friday. But one more thing still bothers his attorney. More than 20 minutes after he injured Mateo, Officer Nail walks to the patrol car, snaps a picture, and argues with him. Have you heard that? Like I keep saying, the police is the biggest gang out there. You Now you understand when I say, yes, he was a racist bigot. He's using this as a trophy. He's going to go back to his group, his guys, and land. look what I did to this, you know, Latino. I bet that uh, that immigrant will think twice about coming back here now, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> Those illegals will think differently now, huh? Him and all his illegal friends. Go back to go back to Mexico. Go back to Mexico. Jump back over that goddamn fence. Matter of fact, I'll throw all your asses over there. Trust me. I know. That's how they sound. That's how they talk. The police departments are all filled to the brim 
with racist, bigoted individuals. That's why we're calling for the defunding of these guys. We need to blow this thing up and start from scratch. Get rid of all of them and start hiring people again. Do an investigation on every one of them and go through their background. No, leave no stone unturned. So we can know 110% that you will do the right thing. Because you got too much power behind you that will stop you from being held accountable. So yes, we need to start this whole shit all over. Precinct by precinct by precinct by precinct. Start going through backgrounds of individuals. Searching their, you know, social media. Talking with their friends and family. Investigating them, even their friends and family. Investigate everyone that's connected to them. To make 100% sure that what you have, what you have. And they won't abuse the power that they have. They say power corrupts. And absolute power corrupts absolutely. And they have a bunch of absolute power to do whatever they want. Your life is literally within their hands. They can kill you and literally get away with it. And you telling me you don't want to investigate those individuals to make sure that they won't abuse the power that they have? And you don't want to put anything in the way to stop that from happening? Like, come on. We have to restart this whole thing over. So individuals like that man cannot have a job. If you want to be a big, dumb, racist jerk, go on, on a, go on and be unemployed and live out on the streets with the rest of the garbage. That's just like you. Anyway, this is where I'm going to end the podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Give me a five-star rating. And of course, don't forget to support support me. My uh, podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find a link on both. Anyway, have a nice night, guys.